Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Pokemon the series podcast where each week we talk about our eventful weeks and we discuss two Pokemon anime episodes with some twists along the way and also just a quick reminder this podcast is rated E for explicit and I'm your host Jacob and I'm here with my co-host Austin well I would say something funny but then we'd have to restart the recording again and so why even fucking bother at this point <laughs> oh my hold God. on I, I think we need to restart again I just oh god damn it no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> I just want to go let's just rewind the clock back no <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Context. We we started recording, and Alex is like, "Oh my god, wait, wait, wait! The audio is messed up. Wait." <laughs> okay. In my def- in my defense, would you rather have me said something an hour in or yes. a minute in? I would rather you do it at the start, since I'm the one editing this episode. <laughs> it was a great catch, but Austin, you forgot to include the part where you discovered that your audio too. Yeah, well. <laughs> I was trying not to take the blame. <laughs> oh, that's right. You passed it along. I was passing the buck. It's it all my not fault. Be, it would not be an out of the drying pan podcast without some audio problem to go along with it. So par for the course. <laughs> God, we're stupid. For the record, I re-listened to like two seconds of an old, old episode, episode three, uh, just to like see if it uploaded to Spotify correctly. And good oh God. God, our oh, no. audio mixing was dreadful. Well, we were learning. There was a, we're uh, still learning. We're always learning. A, yeah, you're always learning. That's how you get growth is through That's learning. True. There's yes. definitely a, a curve you would have to have with a learning curve with this stuff. And I think we're tackling it okay, pretty well. Are you going to use your rage tackle attack? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I was Wait, who's our, who's our third co-host? I forget. Oh, yeah. Everyone, our other co-host is here with us also. We've already heard her speak. It is Alex. Hello, Alex. I'm so glad that I was remembered after the fact. <laughs> I was going to throw it out there, but he said rage tackle, and that actually made me put a lot of rage stuff in tackle. my head. Yeah. It's okay. I know. I'm on probation this episode because of the audio thing, so. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're on probation this episode because you didn't finish editing the last episode. That's why you're on probation. I don't I don't know, Austin. It's her ankle bracelet process. is beeping. Wait, what? what? I said her ankle bracelet is beeping, so. Oh my god. You know what? It's a work of art and you cannot rush perfection. So just saying. I do, but I rush imperfection. To be fair, this is the first well, last week's episode is the first one that I've ever edited. So you have multiple episode experience editing. So it's a learning curve. Yeah, it really is a learning curve as we've been saying. It's really hard. Yep. Especially when you YouTube it and you watch the video and it's like five minutes in and you've like, I have no idea what's going on, so I'm not even gonna it's I fun in its own way. <laughs> Jacob, yeah. Jacob, when do you want to start editing the podcast? Oh my gosh. I Feel free to volunteer at any more, time. I need some more time with my... Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot going on. Yeah, I know. You Hopefully really soon. do. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of real life stuff, I'm taking over as, co- as host now. Jacob, how was your week? <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. I um, It was pretty good. It was just kind of a relaxing kind of... Week was kind of rough, but the... Uh, the weekend has been relaxing. I ate some Chinese food yesterday that I've had in a long time, and that was really good. So that made the weekend very good. 
very good indeed. But that's that's all I really have to okay. offer for this week. Yeah, not too much going on. Alex, what have you done this week? Well, let's see. I got my first uh, vaccine for the for the COVID shot, so Yay! that was exciting. For the Rona. Nice. Yeah, my arm hurts really bad, but that's about it. And and the context for why you're getting it so late in the year is because you couldn't because your doctor's orders. Yes. So not because I did not want to, because I had some other stuff going on, but I was cleared recently to get it, and so I'm very excited. Just wait till you get the the full 5G. You're going to love it. Yeah, I know. Great crystal clear reception wherever I go. I'm looking <laughs> forward so to God. it. Did you notice like your arm hurting like when it was just sitting there, or did you have to move it for you to realize it was hurt? Mm, a little column A, little column B. Okay, because I got mine. I like was sitting there, and I was fine, and then I raised my arm to get something, and I was like, oh! You know, I did that, like a little noise and everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay? So I was just, I'm just curious how this thing affects people. I want to hear the stories. Yeah, luckily it's just the arm thing. No other, no other problems. So I'm very glad for that. I think it gave me a techno organic virus and try and prevent a different virus. So now call, just call <laughs> me Cable. Just call you Cable. Cable. Is that an X-Men reference? Yes, it is. Okay, good. I knew that one. Did you see Deadpool 2? Yeah. Is that Josh Brolin? Does he play Cable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. That was, I didn't like that movie. I, I like the airplane scene. No, poor Shatterstar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> They're all just falling. <laughs> that pretty much saved the movie from for me. Otherwise, I was just like, it, it was, was a, just, it was not yeah. a great one. It yeah. was. Uh, I yeah. own three different versions of it. There's there's three <laughs> different versions of this movie. Yes, I own the, the the Blu-ray came with both the theatrical cut and the unrated cut. Which, I'm kind of mad at the unrated cut, because they got rid of the line where Deadpool's dead wife says, don't fuck Colossus. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best line of the entire yeah. damn movie. And <laughs> the other version, they released a PG, well, when Disney acquired Fox, they released a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2 to see how it would perform. I don't think it did well. Not as well as the R-rated version. Yeah, but I bought the Blu-ray anyway, because proceeds went to charity. Oh, that's good. Do you know which charity? Uh, I think Ryan Reynolds' charity called Fuck Cancer. Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember the Deadpool PSA for the cancer stuff before it came out. Do you remember that, like, how to check for cancer and all that stuff in the head? That was actually cool. Ryan Reynolds, I know you're listening. Give us a sh- give us a call. We'll have a chat with you about Pikachu. Yeah, and if you want to be on the podcast, we'll fit you in. I mean, yep. We don't have any scheduling conflicts, probably, or we would just move some stuff around if need be. <laughs> I will Dude. say, he he had a really good look with that salt and pepper hair they put him in in that movie. For Deadpool? Yeah. Oh, no, in uh, Pikachu. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, They're trying the to make end. him look older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, would look, it would look good. Good for you, Ryan. <laughs> yes, a very handsome gentleman indeed. Well, besides Deadpool, Austin, what else did you did this, do this week? Oh, God. Uh, what didn't <laughs> I? We were talking before the recording. I'm in a very, very chatty mood, unlike most weeks where I... I'm also in a chatty mood. Uh, this is another level, right? So yeah, I'm like, for, okay. I'm like way up there. Um, okay. Funnily enough, it's nowhere near as much as Jacob's been dealing with the past several months. <laughs> no. But the most notable part that I can actually discuss in a public forum is the part <laughs> where I'm trying, <laughs> the part where I'm trying to move a filing cabinet out of my car that I purchased for fifty dollars on Facebook Marketplace. It's way too goddamn heavy for me to move by myself, so I'm like, oh, I can't do this. So I kind of, like, shove it back into the car and then close the trunk 
of the car. What I did not realize was that I did not push the filing cabinet up far enough. So oh. my rear windshield shattered into a million pieces all over the place. No. Oh, man. Oh, Current, my God. Currently, my car has uh, trash bags taped to the back of it uh, <laughs> where there's a big gaping hole. And a new windshield is going to cost $470 to replace. Oh, my gosh. Do you have it scheduled already? Yeah, for Monday. Oh, good. God, Lee, I can't believe that. It's summer. It rains every day. I can't have a giant hole in my car. The filing cabinet's still in the car, by the way. (laughs) Do you need help moving it? I'm going to borrow... My dad's actually going to swing by today, and I'm going to ask him to bring his... It's like a... I don't know what you call it. It's like a furniture mover that has like these straps. It's like a big old dolly with straps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, oh my God, Jacob, you're so nice. Thank you for offering. I'll yeah, let I mean, you know if, I, if I'm unable to do if so. If you need something like that, just, you know, holler. Because we were going to help you move that one time, I think. But then I think you did it all by yourself almost. That's true. We were offering. I probably, probably should have gotten help from you guys because that was <laughs> yeah. a disaster. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. I remember like we were talking about it and then we called you or something to ask if you needed help. And you're like, oh, I already moved. It's like, what? <laughs> happened multiple times <laughs> that's happened a lot twice i think twice or three times that that time leslie blocked off her entire month of february because i told her could you help me move in february and she like was like yeah and then i just did it without telling her yep that's a that was a part of me too because she cleared her calendar oh. and i was like oh. okay yeah i'll be sure to be valuable for that as well y'all should have fucking said something i'm sorry that's on no. you <laughs> no it was fine we we like spending time with together we just sitting there twiddling our thumbs for a month waiting but it's okay Okay, Austin I'm gonna... is nothing if not self-sufficient. <laughs> Except true. for when it comes to moving filing cabinets in and out of my car, in which case I suffer horrendously. It could have oh, happened goodness. to anyone. My front bumper of the car also came off recently, so oh I'm just having a hell of a <laughs> time. Car. How did that happen? Or can you discuss it on the public forum? Um, I can discuss aspects of it on the public forum, okay. but basic, basically I hit something. A, oh, a okay. child. Not a person. <laughs> a skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't record my rant about the skateboarders. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> That's where it all, it all circles I hit, back. I hit yep. a gate. I hit a gate. The gate moved and I hit it <laughs> unexpectedly. Oh my god. I don't know and why. And like I, I barely tapped the damn thing, but it turns out it wasn't actually attached correctly. So just one tap made it like clunk. But they're also not like really strong either. It's just plastic. Well, yeah, yeah. It's know? supposed to give away. I know that. Yeah. It's just. Like, you could rip it off with your bare hand if you tried hard enough. You uh, maybe Jeez. you could, Jacob. Oh, don't tempt mm. me. No. Jacob, do a flex for us so we can all <laughs> I'm just going to pick up glory. my car. Pick up my car real quick and, yeah. You're going to get that, that adrenaline because your child's trapped under it kind of thing? Yep. Hey, all I've seen least. Franco Colombo move a car before. Ooh. It's pretty impressive. That's the thing I want to rise to is be able to move cars with my bare hands. That was my week. Actually, no, it wasn't. But that was parts of my week. Wait, <laughs> Austin, you forgot the good thing that happened. Alex, you're a lot more interested in that than I am. So why don't I you tell am the story? because I, oh, this was like immediately after last week's episode. I've been waiting to talk about this all week because it's freaky and crazy coincidental. But it's really not. It, it is. It Sorry, is. I mean so mean to you today. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and I'm going to talk about it. So remember back when we talked about the Takashi Shudo novel, and there was that one appendix part where they talked about the biologist with the theory of how things will find their way back to you when you lose them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is the real guy. 
yes, it's a real guy. His name was Dr. Lyle Watson. And he had this theory that, you know, if you lose something, it could be gone for days, months, years. But if you think about it enough, it'll manifest and like appear again, right? So literally right after he read that, Austin had found something that was, I thought was lost to time forever. It'd been missing for years. And it was your album of Pokemon CDs, the soundtracks. Mm. And Austin, I don't even know how, magically, fortuitously found it in a box that very same day. And so it's true. Dr. Watson was right. I was shocked. It was really funny, actually, because, like, I saw the recording with you guys, and I was just, like, possessed by a desire. I was like, go to your parents' house. Go to the attic. Go to this particular box. Open it was it meant up. to be. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I will do that instinct. And I did. And <laughs> <laughs> there it was. The CDs that we thought were lost. You cannot say that that was not fate. Well, I think what it likely was, was I put it there, forgot about it, no, but it's no. unconsciously remembered. <laughs> no, 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 I think that's no. what actually happened. And you have been looking for that CD album for years, and you have checked the attic several times, and you've gone through boxes a bunch of times, and you've never found it, and then it happened to show up. I can't believe any other thing other than that. It's crazy. All right, but... Uh, what I discovered was I do not have a CD-ROM player on my <laughs> oh, laptop, no. so I might have to oh. borrow a external drive at some point because I need to rip those CDs for our podcast. Nice. Oh, I've got one. I've got a USB Ooh. DVD drive or whatever Ooh. CD drive. Ooh, I might need to borrow that from you next weekend. Yep. And I am going to, yeah, I was about to say, and I'm going to see you this next weekend. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you need to borrow it, just let me know. Will do. It, well, thank you for contributing to the podcast. I appreciate that. No, no problem at all. Actually, that was not passive aggressive. That was <laughs> no, no. You know what's actually crazy is I bought that thing to you know for computer games and CDs, kind of like what situation you're in. Then mm-hmm. I went to Goodwill the next day, and they had a new one for five dollars in the electronic oh, wow. section. Yes, just sitting what? there, and I was eating myself up because I was like, oh my god, if I would have waited like. 24 hours, I probably could have saved some money on getting this thing, because it looked good. Like, the one at Goodwill, I was like, you know how that goes, though. Do you recall how much it cost to buy one? It wasn't that expensive. I think mine was like 20 bucks. Okay, but, oh, okay, know, that's about what I thought. Yeah, I think it was like 20 bucks and like maybe some shipping cost. Oh, you had to order online? Yeah, I had to order it online. It's not bad. It got here pretty quick, too. So I, I went to my favorite place in the world, Target, and <laughs> they did not have an external CD nope. drive. Uh, I was... Not surprised, but disappointed. I've not found one except for online. Like, I don't think even Best Buy had them. When I, I like, looked online, look at the stock inventory or whatever, and mm-hmm. I didn't see, like, the store pop up with them having the, the device there. Best Buy has gone downhill really bad. Way to throw shade on Best Buy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Best Buy, I swear to God, they used to, like, be... I mean, I know Best Buy is legendary for its workers hating it. So, I mean, not that's not good. That's bad, obviously. Uh, can you imagine a major company mistreating its retail workers? Shock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But I swear to God, Best Buy used to have, like, a bunch of cool shit that they don't have anymore. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Let's be fair to all the retailers out there. For one thing, Amazon has completely destroyed That's true. Know, brick and mortar yep. stores. And two, we're in a post-pandemic world. Things are still crazy. You know, Delta's coming back. Things are getting nuts again. I completely understand retail stores not having shit. So. Okay, this was pre-pandemic, though. Yeah, I have a vendetta well, with Best Buy, too, but that's pre-COVID. You can blame Amazon, so. then, in that case. I don't know. This is pretty much on them. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, I went there, and, you know, when we got the house, you've got to get a washer and dryer for the house. Mm-hmm. So we went there, and we, were, we asked four different people for, like, assistance to, with 
uh, washer and dryer because we, we already had the ones we wanted to buy. And so they're like, oh, okay, we'll go help you. And then they went and they just stood at the front counter. And we had to wait like two hours for a manager to come out. Why did you wait? I would have just walked out. No, because we had to have it. Because it was kind of like we were starting our new job. So we didn't, it was like there was, we just didn't know for sure when we'd be able to get back. It was kind of like one of those situations. And so then finally the manager came and he did give us a discount and stuff like that. I will give him oh. that credit. So maybe that kind of, I forgot about that part. <laughs> get a little heated, but uh, <laughs> he did give us a discount. So there is some catch there. But I was like, just to watch the people stand there, not help us. I was like, what is going on here? Maybe only the manager could do it and the manager was otherwise occupied. Well, they, they said we were to go help. We would, we'll be happy to help you. And then they walked off and we never, like we could see them, but we never got assistance until the manager came by, you know, until like I think either one of us went and got them or something like that because those four people okay. were not helping us. Yeah. All right. Well, I will say my grievance with Best Buy is not the interactions with employees, which actually have had some very pleasant interactions with employees at Best yeah. Buy. Like I actually remember some instances of very helpful people at Best Buy off the top of my head. My grievance is I think they don't have stock like they used yeah. to. Yeah, because of the shortages and stuff like that. Yeah. I know computers, I will say this, when I bought computers and tech, stuff like that from there, they have been great, kind of like you, Austin, with service. But I bet, I know right now there's so much like chip shortages and just all the little knickknacks that go into a computer, they're just really hard to manufacture right now. So that could be causing some of it, I assume. I guess being, Alex, do you have any vendettas with Best Buy? No, I think my opinion on it all is just, it depends. It highly depends on the people. I don't think it's necessarily relegated to one specific store. I think it's a hit or miss. Sometimes you get, you go into one store, there's helpful people. You go into another, there's not so helpful. It just ultimately depends. So plus retail is one of those places where people are constantly coming and going. So you just never know who you're going to be dealing with. That's why, I mean, I hate to say this, but that's why, like, when you're an introvert like me, you like the online shopping where you don't have to deal with people at all. (laughs) I've come completely all the way around on that. I need to interact with a person now. Really? (laughs) I need need confirmation from a person, not like a computer. Like, when I order something, I will even call to make sure, like, that they have the shipment order. Like, the email that I get... It's just not enough anymore. I just have so much doubt. See, this is, go- this is going to sound really bad of me, and I don't mean it to come across like this, but I'm the kind of person that obsessively looks stuff up to make sure I have all the information prior, like when I'm buying something. So when I go and I start asking questions to these people about it, I ultimately end up feeling like they don't maybe know as much as that- on that specific thing as I'd like them to. So it's like, well, why would I deal with a person when they're not going to be that much more helpful than what I can just find online? Sorry, I know that sounds terrible. No, no I can. You become the expert. <laughs> you like that? Like well, they that didn't meme. do a deep dive Google like you just yeah. did. <laughs> Is Look that not the Look typical thing? <laughs> I'm the expert now. <laughs> I okay. I assume that's not the typical approach to stuff, but I don't know. Jacob, what are you referencing with the "Look at me, look at me"? Because I've seen memes of that. It's the is it the Captain Phillips thing with Tom Hanks? Oh, when okay. the guy takes the boat and he goes like, "Look at me, look at me." Okay, I'm okay, the captain gotcha. now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we ready to deep dive into our episodes for this week? So wait a minute. Did we oh. not want to discuss? No, oh. we're not. We're not ready. No, no. <laughs> well, I feel I like you're jumping it. the ship and everything. That's because I didn't watch it. Oh, you yeah, didn't watch we have it? to talk no. about. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch the Pokemon present? <laughs> I watched a little bit of the Arceus trailer, but that's about it. Mm. And I watched, oh. and I was like, okay. Okay, the brilliant diamond shining pearl. Nothing, nothing to report. Nothing okay. interesting there. That's so you weren't interested in watching the the Pokemon Presents 
Not the whole thing. From what I saw of the Arceus one, I was just like, oh, this is kind of like, I don't this is probably completely wrong. Uh, it was like Breath of the Wild. Oh, no, it is. It is? Okay, so that is yeah. the right idea. Okay, good, good, good. So I think that's, that's all the I vibe they're going for, but... Absolutely. It's also an action RPG. That's cool. Did you see that part? Yeah, the Pokemon can hurt you now. Do you have yes. an HP meter, too? Who knows? I assume. Okay. This is. I really like it. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. They did say that in the trailer, that if you get hit enough times by the Pokemon, you black out and then wake up in town, I guess. You never wake up again. Yeah. God, I hope you can... If an Ursa Ring guts you, you die. I hope you can go out in the wild and stir up a whole bunch of Pokemon and get them upset, then just run them back into town. (laughs) Oh my god, just mess the whole town up. Please, Pokemon Company, make that happen. So, you don't have any thoughts on the new Pokemon? Were there new Pokemon in it? Oh, yeah, the new, like, wasn't there a Growlithe or something that's new? Or Yeah. I, I don't like the Growlithe. <gasps> Austin, no. I what? Like, I don't like it. Oh, but it's so cute. Is it? Yes. It's not ugly. Oh, my God. Okay, I see it's very polarizing amongst our group that we have different we thoughts. Already, we already had a rock dog. We don't need another one. <laughs> but this yeah. one is fire rock, okay? Okay. I just think regular Growlithe looks better. Okay, that's fair. fair. Although, I do hope it evolves into rock a nine. Rock a nine. Oh. That's <laughs> what I would call it. That's pretty awesome. That's my thoughts. Well, I really hope that they don't pull, like, the shenanigans they did in Galar with the with the Galarian wheezing, like they had Galarian wheezing, but not a coughing version of it. So like, I hope that's not the case with like the Stantler and the Braviary, like that they're just going to be the normal Rufflet and Stantler and not like variants. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's definitely going to be the regular Stantler. Oh, I don't want that. They already, like they basically already said that. Boo, boo. Because it's a Stantler that evolves in harsh conditions. Ooh. What? I mean, okay. But what about Rufflet and like the others? I don't know about Rufflet. Ugh. I, did you notice there was a Gala- Galarian Weezing reference in the trailer? Yes. <laughs> they had a statue of it. Sure. <laughs> Shut up, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, they had some steam pipes on a building that looked like Galarian Weezing. I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do like that. That's a cool reference. I mean, overall, it looked interesting. I'm hoping to see more of it before they release it, which January a January release date is kind of different but this is probably just the first version too you're gonna get like oh christ don't do that don't say that (laughs) no no that's what's gonna happen no 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 no. the second coming there will be dlc for sure (laughs) yeah we were Mm -hmm. talking about this i was like why okay they have a legends arceus game why don't they have like the second version as like legends giratina or something i think there's gonna be a giratina dlc Uh, Mm oh that'd be great they better not have dlc for diamond and pearl i'll be pissed Platinum yeah. DLC. Ah, that because I'm not. Oh no! I hope not. Don't give him ideas or anything. Oh gosh. I think that'll be a one and done. I I hope so. Although I'm mad, it doesn't look like Distortion World's in the game. But whatever. Maybe they're saving that. Maybe they won't show that because that's part of the main story. Who knows? Hope springs eternal. Which one is we'll Game see. Freak not making though? The Diamond and Pearl. They're not. They're not making the remake. They're not making the remake. I kind of okay. feel like the remake wasn't originally supposed to exist. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that was a last-minute decision. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need something for Q4 of the year. Yeah, they were like, we can't get it done. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. That's maybe why the RKS game is January because they couldn't get it. They couldn't fit it in for the holiday. You know. I think they just wanted to make sure, like, if people didn't respond very well to the Arceus game, that hey, here's the thing that you did want: the Gen Four remakes. Okay, be quiet now. 
I will say though, if we had Arceus game and not Diamond and Pearl remakes, people would go ballistic. <laughs> you would be right. so mad. Yeah, because it's. The I snow. wouldn't, but people would. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. You know they would. Yeah. And the they're, I mean, they go ballistic anyways because they don't like the art style. But whatever. Uh, yeah. What are you? Gonna, I just don't know. What are you gonna do? It's just a remake. You know. I'm more excited for the Arceus game though. I'm gonna get that one. May skip on the remakes. Fair. The Arceus game. I'm definitely gonna have to try out. I don't know. We'll find it in a few months if I dive into the remakes. Well, just know that you're not going to get a discount or anything because those games never are. Just go to oh, Walmart. I they know. have it $10 cheaper. That's what I... I usually just go into the store and take it and walk out. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> the other day, I got a, I wasn't going to shoplift, but I was like, oh how easy would I it be to... I wasn't going to <laughs> No, I really wasn't going to. <laughs> I considered how easy would it be to shoplift? You don't know. Okay, I read something about this the other day, and apparently people... Okay, this was a thread that I was reading on Reddit, but apparently people in loss prevention, sometimes they, they watch on, like, security cameras or whatever. Sometimes they have people posing as other shoppers in the store, like normal people, and they'll watch you, and they know that you're shoplifting, but they will not say or do anything... Even if that one trip, so say if you like steal one thing in that oh. one trip and it's like 20 bucks, they'll they'll flag you and keep an eye on you so that if you come in subsequent times and keep shoplifting over and over, once you reach a certain like price limit on the items oh. that you've stolen, then they will arrest you or reveal themselves. So just because you steal the one time and doesn't get caught does not mean that you weren't being watched. So just a PSA, don't shoplift, but also <laughs> that's right because at a certain monetary value it's no longer a misdemeanor it becomes an actual felony or yes, something they, like wow. that yes, yes that is exactly it yes. Jacob. they wait until they can get you on felony charges and not misdemeanor <laughs> charges so yeah <laughs> oh my gosh man the system that's all right crazy. well for the record i've never shoplifted in my life <laughs> don't try it don't psa to all our listeners do not shoplift <laughs> yeah i knew a guy who was hired to go in and shoplift to see if he could get caught too. Oh, like by the company that owned the store? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Secret shoppers he... or something like that, but the petty theft version? Did the he secret get away shoplifter? With it? <laughs> uh, no, he did a gas station. It was uh, like a local one, I guess, around here. And he did a gas station and he got caught. So. Oh my okay. God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess the system works then, but mm. still. One time I had a temp job as a secret shopper for being carded for alcohol. Really? Yeah. And oh my it, gosh. Ugh, it was not fun. And, like, I didn't even try to hide it because, like, I would go into, like, an an O'Charlie's or whatever, and I would just sit at a table and be like, give me a glass of alcohol. And be like, can (laughs) I see your ID? And I'd be like, oh, I didn't trick you. Here's my my thing that says you passed the test. And I'd be like, okay, bye. You didn't get a meal? Really? What? They didn't pay for your meal or anything like that? You just had to go? I didn't order a meal. Oh, but I mean, like, the company who was, like, doing the temp thing. Well, they they didn't. didn't... They didn't reimburse my gas, and I got really pissed about it. Oh my gosh! So, wait they were like, minute, the, 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 the price of gas is included in the your payment. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. So you had me drive like 60 miles in one direction. Oh my god! <laughs> so you're saying that you just went in there at like one o'clock on a weekday and ordered just a glass of beer, and that's it. You didn't even order a meal with it. Yeah, well, I usually try to sit at the bar, but it was actually yeah. a really busy time, so it was impossible to get a seat at the bar. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't even go to half the places I was supposed to because the places were so spaced out that it was impossible for me to do so. Yeah. And I, I literally just, like, called them. I was like, I can't go all these places. I'm out. Pay me mm. anyway. 
<laughs> oh goodness, man! That year though, when I was tempting, was a wild time. You got some stories, don't you? Oh yeah, they tried to get me to work for a hate organization. Uh, no. Do you know that story? I've not heard this one. No. They had me sign up. Or they were like, "Oh, we have an assignment for you," and I was like, "Oh, great!" Not even thinking about it. And they were like, "Yeah," and they want you to uh, sign this form. I'm like, "Okay, can I see the form?" And the form was like, "You cannot work for for X amount of years after the fact after you have this temp assignment. You can't work for any organization that goes against our values." And I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" So I look it up, and yeah, it, the, no. the place is called like. Like the don't Family Value Center or something. It wasn't that. I don't remember what it was actually called. But it was a hate group. It was like, we we believe in hating the gays and the women. And I'm like, oh, um, what is it, Jacob? No, I just, I know, like, it just clicked in my head what type of organization you're talking about now. I think I actually may know the name. I'm not going to say it. Oh, I, we'll talk about that after the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that. Yep. And I was like, okay, so they're trying to get me to work for the KKK? So I called the temp agency and... And I was like, I, I don't want to work for this place. I, I'm morally posed. And the lady was all mad at me. She was like, why? And I was like, because I don't feel comfortable. I think they're going to kill me. So that was my experience with a hate group. Dang. I'm glad you made it out. Or didn't, I'm glad you didn't take that job. Oh, when the, when you had to sign a form that says you can't work for places, I was like, no, this is sketch as shit. No way in hell. These people yeah. are going to be all over me. Non-competes are the dumbest fucking shit ever. Yeah. You were right not to do that. I mean, that's absurd. Mm-hmm. I mean, competition keeps everybody honest. It was basically so. saying you can't work for liberal causes. Yeah, no. It's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not worth it. That's just a temp job anyway. I mean, not even a legit company would. I mean, that's not even worth it then, but still. You could have sabotaged them. If you yeah, really, you could have, like, <laughs> if taken you them really down wanted the to get Much like the shoplifting thing, I was like, what if I go into the place and I write, like, a scathing expose and I become, like, world famous <laughs> for it? <Yeah>. But... <laughs> But then I was like, I was like, no. No matter what I do, I can't possibly counterbalance the scales of whatever envelope stuffing they're gonna have me have. That's uh, you know putting out hate into the world. So no. <laughs> uh, smart, smart decision. No, I'm glad you didn't try to sabotage them either. Even though that's probably where, that's where mine would my mind would have went. I mean, I could have gone in there and been like, hey, everyone, you want to hear about all that gay sex I had last night? And <laughs> <laughs> you should have brought it in picture graphs. <laughs> Flow Who has grinder? <laughs> That's right. Yep. Office let's, survey. Let's not have you end up on the six o'clock news. How about that? Well, let's go ahead and jump into our first episode of the week called Pikachu's Goodbye. The time has come. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I may have skipped that part, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get to that point in a second, though. But first, for this episode, we're going to do our 30-second summary challenge, where we get 30 seconds to summarize the episode, and the randomizer has spoken, and Austin will be taking the reins on this first episode. Okay, great. Time me. Yep. Alrighty. Give me one second here. My phone's been doing this freezing thing lately, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. Maybe time. Maybe That's time. That's the beginning of the end right there. I know. How the old is the phone? was coming. Huh? How old is the phone? Do you really want me to say? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's probably about eight years old. How is that thing alive? Yeah. Those things don't last more than two. <laughs> I know, I know. I've been, I take care of them. I take care of it. 
You, it doesn't really? matter how much you take care of it. They have a they have a bomb in their DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, how are you yeah. still able to get service on it? Because usually it's like that planned obsolescence where like AT and T or Verizon will say you can't use this phone anymore. You've got to use a new, better, newer phone now. No, I know, but it's it's still going. So, Jake, you have like the miracle. It's a miracle phone. (laughs) It's a pride thing now. I'm like, I'm not getting. Nope. It's as long as it's working, it's here. That's what it is. Is it a Samsung? No, it's an iPhone, which is even more shocking. Yeah, I know, right? That's That's shocking. No, no. Yep. No, I don't believe Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) In 2013 is when this phone was made. I got it in 2014. I think I went through like five or six iPhones in that time. Until no. I finally Jacob, got a Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> Jacob got lucky. He must have, like, the mythical unicorn of iPhones. Then. They forgot to implement the planned obsolescence chip into that yeah. one in the factory. <laughs> yeah, the self-implode option just wasn't installed on mine. So I also don't wow. update it as frequently, too, so that may be... <gasps> actually, that might it. be... Yeah, it actually mm. might be causing it to last oh, longer. Oh, yeah, you circumvented their treachery because you're like, ah, I'm not putting that mm. update on there that mm. gives a secret backdoor into my life. You're not going to know about me, Steve. All right, so 30 second summary challenge. Three, two, one, go. So after a four month break, we come back to <laughs> just the twerps and Pikachu in the forest. And Pikachu finds all these wild Pikachus and they accept him after some hesitation. But then Ash comes in and is like, hey, Pikachus! And they all run off. Um, later, Pikachu saves a little Pikachu from drowning, slash, falling off a waterfall. Um, and Pikachu joins them, and then Team Rocket attacks like they always do, and then um, all the Pikachu celebrate, and then Ash is like, bye Pikachu, but Pikachu's like, nah, I'm staying with you. And <laughs> <laughs> Jacob gave me a 10 second warning, I really panicked. Yeah, because you were, I, I knew what part you were in my head, and I was like, oh god, he's not very close. <laughs> Just go, go, go. <laughs> It was like excellent, a very complicated episode. No, it wasn't. What are you talking about? Just... This was an, a real tearjerker. This was so, so full of complex emotions. Uh, do you want to take us on that wide range of emotions you felt with this episode, Alex? Sure, why well, not? Well, who, who's our lead discussion person? Who's doing the oh, second Oh, so summary? I got this. I actually got the second episode. Okay, go, Alex. Go. Yeah. So it was meant to be. I'll, I'll lead us through this journey of emotion. So like Austin said... We follow the twerps and, you know, they're having their relaxing forest vacation day or whatever. But in true Ash fashion, he starts acting like a fool and starts swinging around on vines instead of just sitting quietly and relaxing like the rest of them. And he flies into a tree and gives himself a concussion. Again. Um, Again. Kangas, Kangas, Khan. Yeah. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of that episode with Tomo, the wild jungle boy. No, he said um, King is King is King is Khan. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, we oh, yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying too much attention to Ash's stupid shenanigans. This was because, an Ash episode. Yeah, well, I was more interested in the fact that Pikachu comes over to investigate, but then completely abandons Ash the, mo- the minute he sees another Pikachu hiding in the bushes. He's like, screw you, Ash. I don't care. I'm going to go see what's up with this other Pikachu. So he runs off, and they come upon this clearing of wild Pikachu. And I was thinking to myself, what what would a herd of wild Pikachu be called? Ooh. A murder. A murder of Pikachus? A, a Pika? No. I was, what no. about a Surge? A Surge? <gasps> oh, Ooh, that's that. awesome. That is phenomenal. Yes, a so, Surge of Pikachu <laughs> is what we find in the woods. It's excellent. Yes. And, oh, I felt so bad for Pikachu, our Pikachu, during this part, because... He sees all these happy, frolicking Pikachus running around, 
you know, living their life. And he's like, oh, I want to go join this fun. So he runs out and they all instantly treat him like he has a leper and has the plague and they run away from him. He's got that sin on him. Yeah. Those ash sweaty mitt hands are all over him. So he's, <laughs> oh, he's not going to be welcomed like he should. You know, How's that, that feel, set. Pikachu? Yeah, how's that feel? I can't believe that moment got a flashback in this episode. <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> oh, man. We'll get to the montage of our sad flashback scene later. That I skipped? Yeah. <laughs> so, but then, okay, so, you know, while all the other Pikachus are busy being bigots, the lone baby Pikachu runs over to investigate our Pikachu that he baby deemed... Pikachu was so goddamn cute. Yes. Oh my gosh. Adorable. <laughs> Sorry, Pichu. Little Pikachu is cuter than Pichu. So yes. how does that work? Okay, so obviously this was before Pichu existed. So we have little baby smaller Pikachus. They're all just so happy that they evolve right at birth. It's probably a grunt. Didn't get enough food. It's probably the weakest of the weakest oh, of maybe, the surge. Maybe it's the surge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably it's probably not going to make it much longer for looking at the other Pikachu in comparison. So oh. okay, oh, we got we got a comment on the Pikachu's and their distinctive features. I like that. I was actually pretty impressed by that. Some of them had little tufts of hair on their ears. Some of them had ears that were kind of like chopped off a little bit. Some of them had e- an ear that was bent. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like a lot of their tails were all fucked up and had notches in them. One, one was, was missing an eye. Oh, one was fat. One was no, missing an eye. There was not one missing an eye. <laughs> one was missing a leg. It was crazy. I mean, that'd they be been, realistic. They've but... been in some stuff. Yeah, these Pikachu's, have, this surge has been through it. I missed the fat chew. There was one scene, I think, at some point where it was like this much bigger, chunkier Pikachu than the rest. I was like, oh, look at that one. There was like a leader chew. Did y'all see that one? Yeah, Yeah. that was awesome A leader chew? Uh, Yeah, he had little tufts on his ear tips. Oh, that's right. Was he the one that alerted them to the Pikachu coming out of the bushes? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. He he would always like command them and all the Pikachus would do what he said. That's, I mean, it makes sense. There's gotta be a leader, a pack leader. We also say he because all these Pikachus were male. Yeah, they didn't have the heart tails. Oh, yeah, yeah. That didn't exist yet. I'm assuming some of them were. <laughs> I'm joking. I like to imagine there actually were Pichus and shit here, but... The women Pikachu are out hunting and stuff like that. It's probably like mm. lions. They're the the males gathering yeah. the food. Yeah. The males are just gazing at the stars and yeah. digging around. <laughs> <laughs> just eating, eating and whatever. <laughs> so that's when, like you said, Austin, Ash jumps out of the bushes like an idiot. And he, like, runs over and he's like, hey, I want to be a part of your Pikachu group and live amongst the wild Pikachus or whatever. Um, Guess I won't be needing these. Buzz, buzz, (laughs) buzz. buzz. (laughs) I give him a week. I give him 11 minutes. (laughs) Patrick, sad. Okay, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You can literally tie SpongeBob into any and all things. But, yeah, Pikachu is, like very sad because when ash jumps out of the bushes and all the other pikachu run away he's like oh no my friends are leaving and then so brock tells him i don't know why he had to be explained this because ash was like oh no why are they running away and brock's like the wild pikachu are scared of you ash because you're a strange human that they've never they've probably never seen a human right presumably they said that nobody's ever gone that far into the forest before. Oh, they do mention that. We're far away from any Pokemon gyms, which might be yeah. a productive place to go. <laughs> yeah. Heading in the right direction there. Yeah, so Ash is having his sad, depressive moment. They're sitting around the campfire, and that's when the baby Pikachu from before is spying on them from a tree. 
and when it suddenly slips and falls into the raging river that somehow pops up behind them out of nowhere and gets swept downstream towards the waterfall because all rivers have to have waterfalls at the end apparently then pikachu our pikachu has the great idea to jump in and rescue it and then of course they're both drowning flailing and drowning (laughs) which as a former lifeguard is the worst thing you can do but you know yeah don't jump in after people doubles the body count so then our thank god for our wild pikachu band because ash and friends just sit there uselessly and the wild pikachu spring into action and they go all like barrel of monkeys they like link tails and hang from the tree (laughs) that's exactly what i put in my notes i was like they form a barrel of monkey style link to say yes i was like that's perfect and they they form a chain link line to rescue Pikachu and the baby Pikachu just as they dramatically fly over the ledge of the waterfall. So they Pikachu saved, hooray! Yay! And that's when the wild Pikachu starts ritualistically chanting as they hold Pikachu up as their new savior or something, even though he didn't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So even amongst the wild Pokemon of this region, there's there's cults. It's not just the people. Ah, oh it's yeah, the, yeah. It's the Pikachu too, because uh, later on we see them like doing another ritualistic chant to the moon, which is a common theme. That's a common theme with the Pokemon. Though remember, wasn't the Clefable and Clefairies weren't they worshiping the moon as well? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So all these Pokemon are aliens. Is what I'm getting from this. Okay, Seymour, calm down. I'm going to go was, live with them. <laughs> I was getting major Clefairy vibes. And I'm like, Pikachu, you don't even have any connection to the moon. What the hell are you doing? Like, whatever. Their little chant was so soothing, though. It was. I guess P- in that weird Pika, kind of... Pikachu. <laughs> oh, Brock. Brock sends Ash into a depressive episode because... He... <laughs> That's what I said, too. <laughs> he tells them, or he tells Ash that, you know, he sees them chanting to the moon or whatever... And he's like, I think that this is the best thing in the world for Pikachu is to be here with its own kind. So then we get Ash and his. That was my quote. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You can still pick that as your quote. No, I won't. Okay. Okay. Well, this is a good challenge for you. You can find another quote. (laughs) Google really quick to find another uh, quote. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I actually got back up. I always make sure to get four quotes in case y'all take two. Dang. And I have a backup just in case. Good. I try to. It doesn't doesn't always work out that way. So that is when, so Ash is staring wistfully into the campfire, thinking of Pikachu, and suddenly they're all snapped awake by the shrieking of a hundred Pikachu who are suddenly trapped in a large net. There was one part before this that I didn't understand. Which is what? Remember when they're eating around the fire? And they're like, oh, these fresh vegetables taste great. And then it shows the scene and they're eating from cans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are they? Th- are they like doing some kind of like psychological mind trick here where they think they're eating fresh food when they're eating like canned garbage? Okay. Or- so here's my theory for the episode. <laughs> oh, man. They had some fresh uh, mushrooms that brought okay. cooked <laughs> and prepared. They then wandered deep into the forest in a hallucinogenic haze for... Four months, I'm going to assume, because they were off the air for that long. And this entire episode, they are tripping balls the entire time. So the Pikachu were all a figment of their imagination. Yes. Or instead of maybe the mushrooms, maybe the going back between the virtual world 
and the human world now has <laughs> messed them up so psychologically that they just can't they're still adapting to what the real world is like as compared to the virtual one so when they got hit by the missile they didn't actually escape back into the real world they're now caught in a glitchy state and their minds are filling in the gaps as they no longer have coherence of being which explains why they why, which explains, why he's 10 years old forever yes and explains why they didn't jump in the water either because that would have messed up the circuitry in them there we go oh my god it there all we makes go. sense we, 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 are, we just figured it out all right. We single-handedly explained the entire Pokemon anime. It wasn't go. when Ash got struck by the lightning with the Spearows. It was the Porygon episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> the tangent right there. <laughs> that was Follow great. That, <laughs> that was great. Uh, so Team Rocket, of course, you know, they run out to confront them. And Misty, for some reason, decides to take it upon herself to command Pikachu. She's like, break the ropes with an electric shock. Uh, okay. Which didn't work, obviously. It's insulated. Yeah. Yeah, Team Rocket flies away with the Pikachu, but the Pikachu, again, you know, with no input from Ash and friends, they're very self-sufficient Pikachu. They chew through the ropes and escape. They just kept swimming. Yes. It was very Finding Nemo. Yeah, so then Ash has his, he's still spiraling through his depression, so he tells Brock and Misty that he's decided to leave Pikachu in the woods, and then he runs away crying and that is when we have our montage <laughs> yeah that i uh very I infamous jacob yeah. please elaborate you why you skipped it was it too emotional for you i didn't have any tissues around me and i was like i, I can't get my computer wet because i need it so no i was just like i started playing and i was like okay i i think i remember this from before skip skip skip, skip. All right, now we're back to the uh, back to the regular episode. Montage done. You missed, so you did not listen to the heart wrenching '90s soft rock ballad that they played throughout this whole thing. I think as soon as he started singing, is when I skipped. Oh my so, god! Oh my god! <laughs> Nothing against the scene, but I was like, I get what's going on here. We could we can go. I was more emotionally affected than I thought I was going to be. Actually, I was like, oh, this is so sad. It's like leaving a dog in the forest. So what was their reasoning behind doing this episode? Like Because they wanted to have a special comeback episode from the pandemic, the, not pandemic, after the incident. And so they created an episode that only had our main seven characters. And it's a very soft episode, too, where there's not, yeah, there's not a lot going on either. They only had wild Pikachus, so they only had to use four character designs. Or sorry, seven character designs, including Team Rocket. Did y'all notice the animation was also really funky? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was about to... Very. You can go ahead. Yeah. Was it a different studio, or was this just, like, super rushed, and so everything was off-model? Because it actually looked pretty good, I thought. I mean, Maybe there was, was a couple rushed. of frame frame okay. weirdness errors, but... I mean, they made it within four months. I mean, how long does a typical one episode take to make? I don't know. Hmm. You gotta you got write it, storyboard it, animate it. And they got derailed, too, because I imagine this probably wasn't the next planned one after that episode. It probably was like they had... No, the Jinx was. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, which, of course, is its own own thing. But I imagine they kind of had to re... I guess they didn't redo everything, but they had to kind of, like, rethink the approach, like you said, Austin, with this being the comeback episode, essentially. We'll notice there was no slowdowns or weird animation shit because it was made with that in mind. Yep. I would just like to say Ash was very off-model. He looked very anime for lack of lack of a better word <laughs> yeah. you notice that <laughs> he had very big eyes and misty looked like she was like slender like they like had her sexualized in proportions oh, okay that that's what 
I thought she looked different, but I thought it was like maybe it's me just like no, it was remembering. It model. wasn't you. Misty was much more like she was off model when she looked like she was a supermodel with her proportions. Okay, yeah, okay. I was thinking like maybe with us doing the volumes or whatever, maybe it was just me just not memorizing. But no, yeah. she they were off model. I wasn't paying enough attention to Brock to notice him. He didn't look much different. I didn't think. No, it may have been bigger, but that was maybe they don't it. even animate Brock. They just have a still image of his lips flapping and they just yeah. move it across the screen <laughs> that's it <laughs> and he may walk a couple steps they know stop and that's about there it. was there was a really weird did you guys notice the part where they're trapped so team rocket shoots them traps ash misty and brock in the net and then they have brock yell something real quick to fit the lip flap motion yes yeah he's like let us out of this stupid thing like really quick like yeah. it was really weird <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the only time that happened he has one weird lip flap that like doesn't oh, fit the yeah. sentence. Mm-hmm. There was no sound. Don't you understand? Those Pikachu are scared of you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. They had real trouble with his lip flaps this episode, trying to tr- get what he said the whole time. Maybe because it was rush animation. <laughs> yep, it was rush animation. So, I mean, that was basically the end of the episode. We, um, Ashley's Ash and- Pikachu, we never see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I thought that's what they were going for. This was Pikachu getting exiled because he caused the incident. Yeah, they could have replaced him with Clefairy like they were going to. But... Or Eevee. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think this might have been trying the replacement episode, but maybe they did like a focus group and that did not go over well. So <laughs> Poor Porygon got the shaft with that. Yeah. But... So yeah, Brock and Misty run after Ash and like, what the hell are you doing, Ash? Why are you being so dramatic? And then Pikachu appears very dramatically at the top of the hill, framed the sun in setting. <laughs> yeah, the sun behind him in a very dramatic fashion. And then the band of wild Pikachu's appear and start cheering again. Pikachu runs towards Ash, and Ash runs towards Pikachu, and they jump into each other's arms, and they're happily reunited. Brock helpfully says, "I think they're cheering." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brock. Uh, yeah, thank you, Brock. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Brock has a point. Like, if you saw, like, a wild herd of, like, mouse creatures suddenly start squeaking in unison, I mean, I don't I know. I would run. I would be terrified. Run. run. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think, I think they think I'm dinner. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that the explanation was helpful then. Yeah, they're not, they're not, this is not a violent outcry. This is a, yeah. yay, everything's, you know, sappy and good. <laughs> they're also yeah, on they're, the top of the hill looking down at you. <laughs> yeah. You're in their bowl, too, yeah. Just one thing I want to point out about Pikachu. So these Pikachu seem to be scarily intelligent because during that part where they rescue Pikachu from the raging rapids, they, like, lay out, like, these leaves, like, this bed of leaves to, like, have him lay on and, like... Like, they seem very organized. I, and... I don't know. I feel like that's actually, like, animals make nests. They, like, you know, like, a dog will walk around and dig into the dirt before it lays down. I guess. I mean, I just thought it was weird that they, like, took the time to, like, pick these leaves off and, like, Yeah, when they started, I thought it was head. weird. When they started pulling out syringes and all that stuff, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, these are way advanced. Pikachu's here. I noted that moment where the Pikachu put Pikachu on the, our Pikachu on the bed of leaves. Because Ash goes to look at his Pikachu and Brock stops him. And I'm like, Brock, what are the wild Pikachu going to do? Y'all have super potions. This is not a wild creature that we, you're not responsible for. This is our Pikachu. 
Here, eat these berries. It will ease the pain. Here, eat these. That's you know, and then you'll probably go to sleep. But it's okay. You won't be in pain. Good lord. Are we done with this episode? Yeah, yeah, I think we're done. I think it was actually pretty good. I, it was. I liked it. I did actually. Skip the montage, but liked the episode. <laughs> I, um, I will note. I mentioned this the other week. This feels like the anime adaptation of that scene in the novel we read, in which our Pikachu meets the wild female Pikachu and it yes. rejects him. Yeah. Um, except this is a much less sexualized incarnation of it. It was still the Pikachu meeting a wild Pikachu for the first time type situation. Mm-hmm. I guess now it's time to move on to our quote and our MVP and LVP. This is actually interesting. We haven't done this in a couple weeks, so it's good game. to be back on the train. Yeah. All right. So it's me... Austin and then Alex. This was hard, I'm just going to say, because yeah. it didn't, like you said, Austin, it didn't have a lot of dialogue. It didn't have a lot of things to choose from. And we haven't done quotes in a while, so. <laughs> we should explain. This is the part of the episode where we pick our favorite quote from the episode, as well as the character we thought was the most valuable and the character we thought was least valuable. It's yes. kind of a competition because whoever goes first gets first pick, and then the others cannot pick that same character. And I have the honor of going first. I'll start with, I'll do my quote last. My most valuable player, I said, was like the wild Pikachu when they formed like that chain link fence thing, <laughs> that chain link monkey barrels thing. I thought that was cool. So I was like, you guys saved two other Pikachu from potentially dying. So good for y'all. And my LVP, this was tough. Uh, I chose Brock. God damn it. <laughs> Did y'all I don't have a backup. <laughs> ah! Brock was horrible this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just, okay, I got an idea. We all picked Brock. We Can we all have, have a group consensus? Yes, this Brock. will be our group consensus. My, I'll go first with saying why he was my like LVP, and then I won't use all the reasons, but mine was just, he, the, he just was useless. Because, like, they get, when the net falls on them, he just goes, oh, they're trapped. Or, like, when they fall in the water, he just goes, oh, they're drowning. Like, I'm like, what are you doing, Brock? You're just sitting there just calling out the obvious be proactive oh here. So that was my reasoning. If someone else has a, that may have been y'all's as well, but if someone else has a different Mm-mm. reasoning, why they can. Mine's the one. Mine's the one Alex mentioned, which is Brock's quote. I think it's the best thing in the world for Pikachu to be here with its own kind. Like Brock was like psychologically tormenting Ash this whole episode. Brock, okay, this is the episode where we learn that Brock fucking hates Pikachu and wants to get rid of him. <laughs> well, yep. But he's keeping a diary of Pikachu's behavior. Right? That's <laughs> true. Well, he realizes how, you know, sadistic Pikachu actually is underneath it all. And he's like, you know what? It's best for everyone if Pikachu leaves. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we've, we're looking at this all wrong. And he's really the MVP because he's trying to save the group from a lifetime of misery and pain. But he chose it, though. <laughs> oh, uh, he couldn't he couldn't come right out and, and say, get rid of Pikachu. He just couldn't do that. So he was trying to sneakily manipulate but it didn't work oh yeah he's also like playing mind games like but you can't leave pikachu at the end yeah. there <laughs> he's, like, he's gaslighting him something serious he's like reverse look how happy psychology over there. Yeah. He's look how happy just... pikachu is but Ugh. you can't leave him <laughs> uh, i'm glad we all felt the same way about that <laughs> my quote is another brock one and it's just when like i think I, I just mentioned this but when the net falls on them and they're all squirming and like you know crying in pain and brock just goes they're trapped. <laughs> it's like, yep, thanks, Brock. Yep, thanks for the, thanks for the four one one on that one. You're oh, you're doing great, man. buddy. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> My quote is gonna be Jesse and James 
Ah, oh, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Jesse says, we're at the peak of our powers. And James says, Chew can say that again. Oh. <laughs> My MVP, I'm going to give it to Misty because she was not actively trying to sabotage Pikachu and Ash. <laughs> <laughs> so she wins by default. God dang. Okay, geez. This was difficult. I guess I'll go with the quote of where James is, he has his like bazooka net rocket launcher thing and he like shoots the netting out to catch ash misty and brock in it and he says why don't you check out our website oh christ (laughs) (laughs) for lvp we already did lvp i know but i also want to give an honorable mention to ash just because he was such a melodramatic little butthole this episode he's like i'm just gonna leave pikachu in the woods because he wants to stay with the other pikachu then he runs away I guess MVP, I'll I'll give it to Team Rocket for the the sole reason of them using environmentally friendly rope that apparently biodegrades after some time. Wait, what? It does? Well, she said, she said, this rope is made out of environmentally friendly material. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Good for Team Rocket for being Do we trust them, though? Friendly. Yes. Why wouldn't, why would they lie? (laughs) I hope all poachers use biodegradable materials in their (laughs) illegal hunting. Yep. That way, if they, yeah, if they leave, if they leave some of their like rope or something behind, it'll just degrade, and the little animals won't get trapped and you know die in the netting. So, good for Team Rocket. So, does anyone have any closing thoughts for this episode anymore, or are we ready to move on to our next episode for this podcast episode? I think the time has come for the next episode. The time has come. All in favor? Did the eyes have it? Aye. 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 They do indeed. All right, we're going to go on to our next episode called The Battling Eevee Brothers. Did I oh say boy. that right? Was that right? The Battling Eevee Brothers? Yes. yes. It, okay, I don't know if it was like the Eevee Battling Brothers or the whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down on my phone and I was like, oh, maybe that's right. Okay, Jacob. Three, oh, oh, two, oh, oh, God. one, <laughs> go. All right, the friends come across an abandoned Eevee where they're trying to find out where it lives. They find out that it lives at this kind of really nice place. It's a mansion that has the Eevee Brothers there and these... All these brothers own Eevees that they've used evolution stones to evolve, but they want their younger brother to evolve the Eevee that they found, but he says no. Mikey is his name. He's against it. Team Rocket comes in and steals all the evolution stones, and they try to go away with the evolution Pokemon, and Ash and friends stop them, and Mikey learns not to evolve his Eevee. Good. Yay! Time. Hooray! That was great. (laughs) I spelled a lot of words wrong in my notes. Thanks, autocorrect. So am am I leading this too? Yes. Or, yes. Oh, God. Okay. We'll back you um, up, though. Okay, good. Do it correctly, or we'll tie you to a leash to a tree in the woods. Yeah. And we exactly. won't leave a tag on you so they don't know where to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we find this seemingly abandoned Eevee, which I don't really think we can call it abandoned because it seemed very well taken care of. It had a little food bowl and a little water dish and everything. So it wasn't like it was like this scruffy, sickly Eevee, like wandering lost in the woods. So they take it, well, Misty takes it, and she's like, well, we gotta go to Stone Town. At the foot which, of Evolution Mountain. Yeah. yeah Y'all which, know Evolution Mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Right, that giant mountain in the middle of Kanto. With all the, yeah, I remember that from the games. Yeah. Misty wishes that she could have a Vaporeon. We get some thoughts about this situation from Dexter, who explains Eevee and its evolutions. All three of them. Yeah. Just, yeah, all three of them. (laughs) They find the mansion house 
where Evie apparently lives at and they come across this garden party, very fancy rich people garden party, um, because everybody in Kanto seems to have exorbitant amounts of money. I, I don't know. And this is where we find the Evie brothers who are all dressed in color-coordinated spandex outfits. That were they, were they ballerinas? Like, what was what was their attire? I thought they were, like, circus people. Like, they had, like, circus <laughs> trapeze artists spandex yeah. on. I was thinking, I thought it was, like, I thought mountain climbing gear or something would be what? appropriate. What? Well, because they were that wearing leotards. I know, I know, but I was thinking, like, maybe they're swinging their way up the mountain. I don't know. Because they I said mean, they got to get up there to get the stones, and they just have nothing but all these stones laying around, which is, I assume, how they make their money, because... All these people paid to be at this evolution party. You think the Eevee brothers are miners, or like <laughs> the stone miners? I think th- I think there's something there. I think no, not maybe not them in particular, but the uh, that's where they get their, their money family. from. Yeah. yeah, their family started it. Yeah. Well, you know, this whole time I was thinking about Takashi Shudo's novel and how the evolution stones, like you know, at the Pewter Science Museum, that he was saying how they were like as common as like. You know, they sell them as keychains and, you know, just in the gift shop. Like, they're a dime a dozen okay. or whatever. Theory. So. These guys are like the evil company in real life that owns the <laughs> diamonds. And De the, Beers? Like, diamond yep. for Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Like, like, yep. like, we all know the thing about how diamonds are actually really, really not worth anything. But yeah. because this place has a monopoly on them and it also has, like, child labor and slavery going on, <laughs> right? Yep, uh, So I think... The E.B. brothers come from the Pokemon Kanto equivalent of that for Evolution Lord. Stones. That's a really good thought. That is actually probably most accurate. Yeah. Well, they don't seem to have any qualms about throwing Evolution Stones at Ash and, and Brock, like just giving them out like candy. But the the E.B. The brothers, like Jacob said earlier, they have a fourth brother, Mikey. And Mikey comes over. They're like, we're throwing this party for you, Mikey. Like, the whole point of it is to have Evie evolve. And they're, like, peer pressuring their youngest brother. They're like, you know, which one are you going to evolve it into, Mikey? And Mikey disgustedly looks over at Evie. He's like, why did you bring it back? And to the (laughs) shock and surprise of Misty and Ash and Brock. But that's only because he was trying to keep it away from the brothers because he didn't want to be forced to evolve it. And then the brothers go into their weird backwater view on evolution and how like evolution is the the best and the only way to live i guess and they've gotten other people (laughs) to buy into that mentality as well at the party because remember like everyone's like oh touch my touch my pokemon touch it they they specifically the theme of the party was pokemon that evolved with evolution stones party yep yeah and like nobody else fuck rich people bullshit is this this the was very hypno. hypno yeah. <laughs> say the same kind of people that use a hypno to trance or to like trance them into sleep every night, you know? The, the Pokemon Stone Evolution Lovers Club. Yeah. yeah the, the, stoners. the stoners. Welcome stoners. <laughs> 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 to the stoner party. <laughs> yeah, they did have a lot of food there. Yeah, and how do they afford? Okay, they had like lobster and like prime rib and like all these Real things. world animals alert. Yeah. Or maybe it was, well... They could, would it would have been more disturbing if it was like a crawdont or something. <laughs> do, do you think they tried to use the evolution stones on real animals? Like, how would that work out? Like, if you touched a lobster, you know, with one, like a real life animal, do you think it would actually evolve? Well, I don't know. Let's throw rocks at real dogs and see what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, never mind. We're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically, this peer pressure thing goes on and on for a while. Mikey 
is like, I don't want to battle. But then Team Rocket appears. Well, no, I'm skipping over the part where Misty and Mikey are having their like heart to heart moment. Was it me? Was it weird to me that neither of them discussed the fact that they both have three older siblings who are bully them? Did yep. they mention oh that? My God, that's no, a good they point. don't. That's it. I was thinking that too. They have a connection there. I guess that's why they connected without us knowing why. I don't know. Why? That is a good point. Why oh did Missy not bring that up? Like, yeah, weird. she could have easily said something about her cerulean sisters and how she always felt pressured or something to do what they wanted. But oh my God, I didn't even consider that. Do you think they like so, wrote that and then forgot it and then they just. <laughs> Yeah, forgot to put the dialogue in. <laughs> they just know. forgot about it. Oh my gosh. I don't think they think that deeply about it, honestly. We think about it a lot way deeper than they do. <laughs> like, yeah. We're connecting the dots here for everyone. So. Wow. That's a good point. Lordy. They they try to get Pikachu to evolve. They try to convince Pikachu, Ash to involve Pikachu. At which point Ash should say, no, Pikachu made a decision not to evolve not long ago. Misty brings it up to Mikey, but Ash doesn't say anything, probably because he's already forgotten. <laughs> and then Brock, Brock doesn't evolve Vulpix because he doesn't he doesn't want to evolve it that way. And I'm like, well, Brock, that's how it evolves. Oh, it's that's the only they, way. I forgot, yeah, yeah, I forgot about the debate that they have between the yeah, right way. It goes evolution. on for, yeah. forever, and the brothers aren't being mean about it. They're just like, here, do you want these free stones? And the Ash and Brock like get all offended for no reason. Yeah, they're like, just here, take them. It's easy. And again, Brock could have easily said, "This isn't technically my Vulpix. I don't think it would be right for me to evolve it without Susie's say so." Right. It's been groomed as a Vulpix. Well, instead, they decide to be inflammatory about it, and they're like. And Ash was like, well, you can evolve your Pokemon your way, and we'll evolve our Pokemon our way. Whatever. I mean, I, w- I would have liked it if Ash and Brock were, like, looking at their outfits and their hair and being like, so w- what are you guys exactly? Like, and they could- weren't even listening to them. <laughs> this Super Saiyan hair they've got going on. They're just like, what the hell's going I hate on them. Here? Okay. <laughs> if you had to pick a favorite Eevee brother, who would you pick? Probably Simon. Simon? Simon? Yeah. Which one is Simon? None of them are Simon. The one with the Jolteon? <laughs> I wrote is their names name? down. They oh, only they said names? their names. They said their names super fast. Okay. So I had, I wrote it down real quick. Rainer, I believe Pyro, <laughs> and Sparky. Wait, when Sparky. did they say Sparky? They didn't say Sparky. I had to Google that one. They just said then Rainer and Pyro. Know? Pokemon magic. Okay. If you name your Eevee those names in Pokemon Go, they evolve into the, the oh. Pokemon. Yeah. Do you think they changed their name? When they evolved their Eevees, they think they were like Tom or something before, and then they were like, "Oh, with the Jolteon, you can call me Sparky now." Did they change their hair, or were they born yeah. like that? Did they all they have Mikey's diet. haircut? Yeah. yeah. Are these predetermined <laughs> evolutions here? Is that why Mikey's normal? That's the reason why Eevee's not going to evolve. Well, Mikey has Eevee hair. Yeah, maybe just going to stay the same. I don't know. God, I'm looking at pictures of them, and I hate them so much. Wow, strong convictions. Well, they're ugly. I think Rainer is the least offensive one. Rainer has the worst hair of the three. Ah, uh, no, Sparky has the worst hair. Uh, no. <laughs> Let's get up. Yep, yep. What's Sparky the, has Goku hair. No, Super- I don't have to evolve my Pokemon. Oh my god. Which one's Rainer? Is he the blue-haired one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, he's not Pyro. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot the other one's name. I can't remember these people's names. Oh okay. Admittedly, I'm biased because Vaporeon is my favorite of the three. So what's so funny is Jolteon is my favorite of the three. <laughs> <and so we laughs> Mine's Jolteon too. Mine's Jolteon. <laughs> I thought he had we the chose the trainer who. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> See, we had our biases already in our heads. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. So no love for Pyro. Sad. Okay. Jolteon has the coolest design, so. Yeah, well, I disagree. I should have paid more attention, like, which one was which and, like, what personality traits and dialogue they had, but I hated them so much I turned off my ears every time they spoke. (laughs) They were all kind of the same person. Yeah. Anyway. Jolteon Sparky was the leader, I think. Yeah. So are they triplets or are they all born at different times? Is he the oldest? I was assuming triplets. I was assuming triplets, too. Okay. Then mm. Mikey was the mistake. Oh, my God. What? Mikey. <laughs> Where are their parents? They're in the mountain. I, I guess. Where are their bro- other brothers? The Espeon guy, the Umbreon guy, the Leafeon guy. Do you think somehow these three brothers conspired and took over the company, and that's why they don't see any other people there? Is that why they're wearing the guitars? Yes, because they it's like company uniform, the leotards. You've got a mine in these leotards all day. I thought they were going to break into like a dance, like a sharks, jets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they kept talking about a performance, like they were going to put on a performance, and we never got to see it, so Ugh, I was Fucking Mikey. Yeah, it's all because he couldn't decide. Yeah, so Team Rocket jumps in. They somehow managed to steal everything out from underneath everyone's noses they steal the stones they steal the pokemon they steal the food all this stuff but luckily very competent team rocket yes Yes. one of the very few times we see their competence which only lasts for a short time because as they're getting away horsey uh leaves a trail of ink for the twerps to follow and that's how they get caught they would have gotten away with it if not for that so no they would have gotten away with it if they didn't stop by a riverside and just sit around waiting for the twerps to show up well they were eating their lunch we need to come up with a term for what happens when they steal the pokemon successfully and then stop half a mile away (laughs) (laughs) because they do it all the time I love so, the horsey moment. I'm just going to say I love the horsey moment with that. That was very smart. That was creative riding by the riders from that part. Mm. <laughs> That's the one The one time horsey gets to actually be useful. <laughs> I have more to say about horsey at a later time. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go. Um. So then they find Team Rocket. They get into a battle. Well, no. First, Team Rocket starts arguing over which evolution to induce in Eevee. And, well, they start arguing over which one looks more villainous. So what are what are our thoughts on that? Who which of the three do you think looks more villainous? Jolteon. Jolteon. Yeah, definitely. That's Turns what Jesse says, right? Yeah, Jesse mm-hmm. was right. Uh she interrupts them. Well, James says Vaporeon, Meowth says Flareon, but then she interrupts them and says, Well, why don't we use all three stones on Eevee at once and see what I happens? Wa- I wanted them to do it. I did too. Oh, I, was, I assumed so it would kill Eevee, it. but I still wanted them to do it. <laughs> It just becomes yeah. this decrepit monster. <laughs> yeah, I think it would like like burst out into tumors and die. Yeah, it would get three heads. Oh man, that'd be Dang. awesome. Oh, I kind of wish that was like a thing, like a bad evolution or something. Kind of like Skull Greymon and Digimon, like the bad Greymon evolution. Didn't they at some point somewhere say you could have like an evolution go bad? Did they? Or did I make that up? Did they talk about that in the volumes? Like sometimes it just doesn't work. It might have know. been in the Electric Tale of Pikachu adaptation of this episode that I'm thinking of. So what? What's what with that? What did they say? Jacob about has a blank look on his face. I don't think he knows what that is. I I don't, but I'm intrigued by it because that would be awesome to learn. Oh, Electric Tale of Pikachu is the English name that people use for the anime adaptation manga, which was done by a porn artist. Oh, hmm. nice hentai. Yes, and and you can tell. <laughs> All right, good for him. Yeah. Do you want to do that as a later episode? Because there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm all for it easily. Good, because it's already on the schedule. Perfect. I figured it. I figured it was. Yeah. As soon as out there, I was like, "Yeah, it's probably already there." I don't have yep. to check. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh goodness. Right. Yeah. That speaking of been ha- cool. speaking of hentai. Oh boy. What happens next? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so then they all start having an orgy. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wild. In the manga version, they kind of do. Ooh, oh, oh boy. I'm not kidding. There's a scene where a naked maid in an apron comes to attend to Brock's needs. What's the context of this? I don't know. They censored it in the English version. Oh. And by needs, you mean... I don't know. Like, There's also a sequence where Misty tries to get her boobs to evolve to be bigger, even though they're already enormous. And... Okay, we have to do this later. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we have to do this. Save it. Save it. (laughs) Okay. 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 You're giving too much away. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So they don't get the opportunity to try to kill Evie um, with this weird evolution plan because... They all arrive, and Mikey decides to step up and use Evie to battle once, well, the Evie brothers try to battle because they're like, we have to protect you, Mikey. But then they get their butts handed to them, so then Mikey has to step up, and he commands Evie to do some weird moves that don't exist. <laughs> Austin? Uh, you're just sorry about your, these moves. Your, your rage moves? tackle attack. I, I don't have any thoughts other than... No? Evie yeah. has a lot of rage. And then they beat Team Rocket. And then they go back to the garden party, and Mikey decides to say, I don't want to evolve Eevee. I just want to be an Eevee trainer. And they're like, oh, well, why didn't you say so in the first place? <laughs> yep. Which yep. doesn't make sense, because it seems like he was trying to say that the whole time. But maybe I missed something. They weren't listening. Now he has respect from them, because he defeated foes that they could not. Yeah, so. must be. And that was it. They take a picture. Oh, yeah, they take a picture yeah. where Psyduck... Psyduck takes the picture and tries to run back into the frame and falls. It was very sad. And there were some other random people there, too, but... The evolutionist. end. Any other thoughts on that? No. No? Okay. Not really. I have thoughts on Eevee. <laughs> it's just so weird watching this episode knowing that Eevee is now, like, the co-mascot. He's, like... It's, like, mascot number two under Pikachu. It's so weird that it kind of wasn't always the co-mascot, in a way. Was this the episode that it became that? Or no, I think it'd be the games. Let's go. Yeah, did it. Well, I think it, Evie go. had already been really popular up to that point. It had a lot of yeah. exposure. It had its own like movie short thing. Oh, and the Sun and Moon too. It had the uh, the shorts at the end. Yeah. yeah, it had like its whole like serial, and then nothing came of it really. <laughs> they got a haircut serial. at the end. Yeah. It did have a stereo. I know, I know. I forgot about it when you mentioned yeah. it. I was like, oh, it did. Like, where are you going, Evie, as it traverses the ocean? <laughs> yep. It's just hopping along on lily pads. Yep. I don't know. It's just odd seeing Evie being treated just as a random Pokemon when we know it has more importance than that now. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. Jacob, any thoughts? Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> no, that's it. Was, thanks for reminding me about the cereal, Austin. I totally forgot about the Eevee cereal for some reason. Okay, not like a breakfast cereal. <laughs> no, no, he had, his, he had Corn Flakes named after him. <laughs> okay, Jacob, you're in charge of the MVP LVP. Prompt us. Okay, <laughs> okay we'll, go to, we'll go to MVP LVP. Same as before, we speak our favorite quotes, and we name our least viable player and most viable player. And there's no repeats. And let's see what this bad boy says with the randomizer. All right, it's Alex, Austin, and then myself. Let's see. Okay, the quote that I pick, I'll start with the quote at the end where, you know, Misty and Ash and Brock are watching this touching moment between Mikey and his brothers. And Misty says, oh, that's so sweet. It must be nice to have big brothers. And then Ash's misogyny rears its ugly head again. Mm -hmm. And he says, you could pass for my brother. 
All right, MVP, I picked Horsey because it had the <clears throat> foresight to leave the spot of ink. To, Darn it. To have them. Sorry. And then LVP, I said Misty, actually, because... Oh, wow. Because that whole exchange that she had with Mikey where she tells him, she's like, actually, I owe you an apology because, to be honest with you, if nobody had claimed Evie, I was going to keep it for myself and evolve it into Vaporeon. The whole time she was talking about keep, like basically stealing it, even though it had a collar and an owner and they knew that. Oh, yeah. She was going to keep it and apparently evolve it without, you know, anyone knowing. So she was hoping yeah. it was abused. Yeah, which doesn't make a lot of sense because it was a very well cared for Evie that was literally sitting in the woods for just maybe like an hour or two. So the fact that she decided to take it upon herself to say, oh, yeah, I was going to steal your Pokemon. But, you know, then I decided I wasn't going to because it belonged to you. OK, I'll go. My backup MVP was Pidgeotto, so I'll give it to him. I, I always feel bad for Pidgeotto, so I'll give it to him. Dang. I have a triple LVP, which is wow. Rainer, Pyro, and Sparky. Ah, you keep stealing my stuff, man. Sorry. Sorry. For obvious reasons. Uh, my quote was a bit metatextual, and it was when we see Horsey for the first time since the Tentacool episode, and Misty says, it's been a while, hasn't it? I'm like, yeah, Misty, you torture your Pokemon. You don't let them breathe. <laughs> When was the last time we saw Goldine? That's true. That's it. That's it? Yeah, Jacob, your uh, turn. Okay. Go. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, you all stole my stuff, so I'm trying to scour over here. Like, what do you I gotta, You got to be clever. That's the part my, of the challenge. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. My MVP. To, have you, has anyone chosen Eevee? No. No. Okay, I'll give it to Eevee. There we go. There's one. Give it to Eevee for taking down Team Rocket at the end there. I was very impressed with that. And then my LVP, I'll give it to all the party attendees. <laughs> Taking advantage of this corrupt corporation that the Eevee brothers have, where they force labor and mining and all that stuff. So, yeah, screw y'all for supporting that practice. And then my quote is when, this I just happened to write this down, when Brock is arguing with the Eevee brothers, and he just boldly declares, hey, you like your wave evolving, and we like ours. So good for you, Brock, for standing up for yourself. I'm proud of you, buddy. For your very stupid principles that don't make any sense. Yeah. Good job, Brock. <laughs> he didn't support him, but at least he stood up for something. Okay. <laughs> That's all I had to go with. Oh, goodness. Does anyone else have any closing thoughts or anything about these episodes before we close it out here? Um. Nobody mentioned the random Polyrath lady who who I think at one point was like, oh, no, my Polyrath. She got a lot of dialogue, actually. <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah, <laughs> she had a, She was talking a lot. What else did did she say? Anything else? I don't know. I was just distracted by her southern accent. Yeah, she had. Oh yeah, she was like one of those like southern. Like there seems to be a lot of like southern gentlemen slash gentlewomen in this place. Like she reminded me of the Radicate guy from the SSAN. And they were dressed. Why. They dressed that way too. Yeah. Mm. Very very good point. Well, next week we got a big debut. Another mascot, Snorlax. Oh, yeah. I am so excited. Wake up, Snorlax, and showdown at Dark City. And for the record, I am clarifying which episodes we do next week because Porygon fucked everything over. <laughs> it you, wasn't Porygon. his fault. It, yeah, that's true. The Porygon episode fucked everything over. We can't blame um, him. We can't no. just blame him there. No. I am a, a staunch Porygon supporter till the day I die. Well, can we blame Porygon Zero then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All I'll right. I'll take that. I'll allow it. All right, well, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. You know, thank you all for listening, and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And if you have any questions or comments, be sure to send them to outofthedryingpan at gmail.com. 
That's out of the drawing pan at gmail.com. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter, and our handle is out of drawing pan. That's out of drawing pan. And be sure to join us next time as the journey continues.